The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome. You've entered the realm of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simran Singh. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Learn to empower yourself, broaden your mind, open your heart, and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simran Singh. Welcome. I am very, very excited about tonight's show. I have two of the leaders, the forerunners, in bridging science and consciousness, and we are going to be discussing a topic that certainly is far deeper than what we're going to be able to get into in the next hour, but hopefully you will have an introduction to these individuals and the wonderful work that they're doing on the planet, and we'll connect to them via their websites and also uh, many of the books that they have written. My guests tonight are Dr. J.J. Hurtak and Dr. Desiree Hurtak. Dr. J.J. Hurtak is the author of the bestseller, The Book of Knowledge, The Keys of Enoch, translated into 10 languages. Among his 20 other books are End of Suffering, which he co-authored with his colleague and physicist Russell Targ. Dr. Desiree Hurtak, who co-authored with him several book commentaries on the ancient Coptic scrolls, such as the Pistis Sophia and the Gospel of Mary Magdalene. In addition, Dr. Hurtak is a social scientist, futurist, author, and film producer. The Hurtaks are the founders of the Academy for Future Science, an international organization that works to bring cooperation between science and consciousness, understanding through a positive dialogue on social projects and environmental sustainability. They've won eight gold medal awards from international film festivals for their graphic films and animation on consciousness exploration entitled Merkaba, Initiation and the Light Body, and I will tell you their websites later in the show so that you can connect to some of these wonderful works and also order them. What we are going to be discussing tonight is primarily the Book of Knowledge, the Keys of Enoch, in addition to their work in the world and what a lot of the symbols that are going on in our planet mean and how those keys really support us in understanding, learning, and growing as humanity. The keys reveal a given plan of unfoldment of the divine mind, opening the heart and bringing the music of the soul to the next level of human-divine partnership, where we connect with the opening of inner and outer multidimensional doors simultaneously. There's a caption in the beginning of the Keys of Enoch, a teaching given on seven levels to be read and visualized in preparation for the Brotherhood of Light to be delivered for the quickening of the people of light. I'd like to introduce Dr. J.J. Hurtak and Dr. Desiree Hurtak to 1111 Talk Radio. Welcome. Thank you so much, Samran. We are so honored to be here with your worldwide audience, and we salute all the work that's being done to advance 
humanity through positive thinking and engagement. Right, and we really appreciate your introduction. And the idea of the seven levels we feel is so important, like 11, that power of number. Many people know 7-11. It's a very common thing. But the seven levels is really talking about how we are working on so many realities, from the historical to the psychological to the spiritual. Each person, not just the keys of Enoch, but each person is operating on seven levels they're not even consciously aware of. And I want to bring that um a little deeper in explanation, particularly because we have a wide range of an audience, and there are some people that are a little earlier on their path and some people that have read a great deal. And the work that you do is so profound and goes so much in depth. Can you give a little bit of an understanding as to what the Keys of Enoch is here for and how we are affected on those seven levels in the many different arenas of our life and in our consciousness? Well, I'm going to just start for a minute, if I can. Uh, basically, the keys were given back in the 70s because we feel that we're on a pathway to higher ascension. Now, I know many people right now looking at climate change, looking at the economic situation in their own personal lives, whatever is going on with them, feels, oh, how can this be? But the keys are giving us technically 54 to 64 areas of science from the 70s to 1970s till now that will advance and we feel this advancement is helping us in this level of ascension and also in a level of reconnection to higher beings that are there that have helped us all along our way and so that's the essence of the keys of Enoch the keys affirm that there is a divine reality to all of life and that God acts through evolution and celebrates that journey through the human experience and in this process of realizing our larger birthright as cosmic forms of divine and human intelligence, we begin to see a much wider blueprint of how the scientific and the spiritual work together, just as we're now discovering how the male and female aspects of the human mind work together in a cosmic dance, cosmic song and celebration, and also in a very direct way of taking responsibility of who we are as we awaken to our enormous gifts and powers. Well, and the keys of Enoch and all of the things that you provide through the many wonderful graphic films, the gorgeous music that, that I have encountered, really pull us to be more broad-minded than perhaps we have been. It really, it's not a particular religion. It's not, it, it's much more universal than that in, in what you're bringing forward, and it really is for the entire of humanity, correct? Yes. The keys show that light is the common basis of both science and spirituality. And as we rediscover the essence of a greater power of light, we call superluminal light, or light that's beyond relativity as we know it, but certainly known to the ancient uh, Greek and, and philosophers of North India, that sustaining power of light gives us a quickening of who we can be and what we can provide in the unity of both the scientific and the spiritual. Right, and thank you for saying that You know, we're not a religion in that sense, but we try to understand all religions and to show them 
that it's not the old, just an old philosophy. You know, we just recently came back from the Parliament of World Religions in Melbourne, Australia, and it was a great gathering of people, but there was this other side when you walked out the door, so to speak, of all the people that felt like, you know, religion is old. And we're trying to tell people, no, religion is very valid. It's just as valid today as it was in the past, and we're trying to show the cosmology that can bring the concepts that religion has given us into the 21st century. And it seems as if you really show that they bridge together to a certain extent, that we can take these many religions that have existed and really find the beauty in all of them just through the pictorial graphics that are in the Keys of Enoch or in the films that I've seen. You do display many different types of sounds, images, masters, symbols, shapes that kind of reside really throughout every religion. Yes, that could be called the the infinite way of how the divine or infinite mind is expressing itself through all of the various uh, colors, dimensions, and physical realities that make up the seven basic levels of knowledge that we encompass in this book. And Desiree had mentioned the 54 keys. There's technically 64, but all of them were not released in 1973 because of the importance of changes that were coming in the first part of the 21st century, which was a test to see whether the human race as a collective would go with positive change or would fall back into negative problem solving. And so this quantum change that's now taking place really gives us a whole new understanding of our divine birthright and endowments we have as cosmic citizens. Right, and this is really the time to bring all peoples together, as you mentioned. We have music, of course, music is the first way of doing that. And also sacred language. Someone just recently sent us a book about Hebrew in relationship to the Japanese language. Now, was one dependent on the other? We don't think so. We think that there was a divine language of light that was the essence of all the languages, literally like they say in the Bible, and that these languages were divided. And it's the coming together now that we can do in the 21st century that will unify our consciousness once again. And it's very apparent that science now more than ever is starting to really look at spirituality as something that it is connected to rather than being very, very separate. Do you think that the Keys of Enoch showed up at a time through you because that is the direction that we were to go? Or do you think that this was the natural evolution, that we would finally get to the point where we did try to discover the links between the different areas? Well, let me qualify that once again for my husband's experience. In the 1970s, he actually had, uh, it wasn't from a channeling or anything like that, he actually had a being of light that came to him and actually allowed him to see and experience, even by his consciousness leaving this planet, other realities, past, present, and future. And so it really was something that was more of a preparation for all of humanity, saying this is what's going to happen to humanity. This is how science is going to evolve. This is how consciousness is going to evolve. We all have choices, and the choices are important. If we don't have the cosmology behind it, we really don't know what choices to choose. And that's the important thing of the Keys of Enoch. So we see that we're part of a greater universal intelligence, that we have a future. We're not just out here on some planet Earth that we evolved from the ooze of the Earth, and now we're kind of stuck. It's a whole different way. We turn everything upside down and say we came from a higher reality, and we have that potential to go back. So the keys give us the ability to decode nature and recognize that nature is consistent with divine nature or a God 
who is consistent with the evolutionary aspects uh, of science, and if we can accept that human life is not a singular miracle, but part of the miracle of nature itself, part of the outworking of nature and its bio-friendly laws, then we can understand that there's a greater design, uh, more ingenious than the design that has been accepted by material science in the first part of the 20th century, which was so damaging because it separated what we feel is the importance of consciousness, evolution, and spiritual ethics from taking responsibility for scientific inventions. Material society, uh, unfortunately, has wavered back and forth and uh, has taken, uh, in the latter part of the 20th century, a, a slide towards self-destruction or technology that is not friendly with Mother Earth. But we are beginning to see that turnaround, and the keys of Enoch really are directed to that part of humanity that wishes a positive future, wishes to use these codes in the keys to make breakthroughs in medicine, genetics, music, the whole understanding of particle physics from a different standpoint of not smashing particles, but seeing them in unified fusion in oneness. And the 64 keys that are displayed within the Keys of Enoch, I would like to go a little deeper into those uh, so that we can understand when you talk about how this is coming through music and through art and through writings and science in different areas when we come back from the break. The Book of Knowledge, the Keys of Enoch, is a paraphysical code book. It is a text of higher consciousness experience which explains how the human race is connected through 64 areas of future science that define the course of human development. The book covers a cosmology that is now being confirmed by a wide spectrum of independent scientific confirmations. You can connect to the Keys of Enoch and to Drs. Desiree and J.J. Hertog on their websites, which are keysofenoch.com and also www.affs.com. Dot org for Academy for Future Science, AFFS.org. We will be right back for more of this intriguing conversation with Dr. J.J. Hertog and Dr. Desiree Hertog. Your online community for positive change. Seventh Wave Network. We all want peace. We all desire a more meaningful life. We work hard to achieve these things, but at what avail? The key is authentic living with Andrea Matthews. Andrea will interview some of the great spiritual experts of today and will provide wisdom to help you raise your consciousness to the level of your own I am. Your authenticity can give you miraculous gifts, but you have to know how to get there. Listen for Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Heard live every Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the 7th Wave Network. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444... 
People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today, www.1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Mom? Dad? How long should I wait for you? Mom? If I'm at soccer practice... What if something happens? Will you come get me? There's no reason not to have a plan in case of a terrorist attack. Mom, if you're not home, should we go to the neighbor's house? And some extremely good reasons why you should. Can you tell me? Everybody should have a plan. Take five minutes to talk about where you'll meet and how you'll get in touch with each other in an emergency. For other things you can do to be prepared, visit www.ready.gov. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Homeland Security and the Ad Council. What I want to be when I grow up by Johnny Mike. Dad, it's John. I got the promotion. We'll call him John Jr. You'll speak over 500 million words in your lifetime, but none of them will be as important as the words you use to tell your six-year-old he has cancer. CureSearch.org connects you to the most comprehensive research and advice on childhood cancer and to other families who know exactly what you're going through. CureSearch.org. You're not as alone as you feel. Brought to you by CureSearch and the Ad Council. The new home for visionary positive change. Seventh Wave Network. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. Welcome back. You can uh, go to your local Barnes & Noble and pick up a copy of the latest 1111 magazine. You will find the first in a two-part series of an interview that was conducted with Drs. J.J. Hurtak and Desiree Hurtak on the Book of Knowledge, the Keys of Enoch, and some of the other wisdom that they had to share. Part one is in the January-February 2010 issue on Stands Now, and part two will be in the March-April edition, which will be on Stands March the 1st. The Academy for Future Science is a nonprofit corporation that examines new scientific ideas for the future. Through science and information technology, the world is undergoing major transformations in social, cultural, economic, and environmental dimensions. In the ongoing development of life, there is a need to also understand the role of human consciousness and what we thinkers entertain as the quantum mind. The principal goal of the Academy is to provide all people with educational and scientific tools that will help them meet the resulting challenges. I urge you to connect more with this information, allow yourself to access study groups or different materials that are put out, and you can connect with them at futurescience.org, futurescience.org. Welcome back, Dr. J.J. Hurtak and Dr. Desiree Hurtak to 1111 Talk Radio, and we were talking about the Book of Knowledge, 
and the 64 keys that are written about in there. First of all, some people say this is not really a book that you read, that you, you can't literally just sit down and read it from cover to cover and truly grasp the depth and wisdom that it brings to not just the mind and the heart, but to the cellular level. Can you expound on that, please? Uh, yes. Uh, that observation is the correct one. In, in reading a book of pictures and codes of this type, one has to have levels of self-realization, and one has to have the open-mindedness to experience the transcendental aspect of life, in other words, the connection we have as non-local consciousness forms with the divine process that surround us and, and engage us in so many different ways. And once we begin to realize that we have a body, that we're not a body, that we're part of a greater consciousness field, we are more free and capable of connecting the dots of what appears at first glance as unrelated science and unrelated spiritual and uh, uh, philosophical areas of discovery and engagement. Let me explain that a little more. Before the break, you mentioned we were going to look at some of the disciplines of music and some of the other areas such as uh, genetics and archaeology. Archaeology by itself is a fantastic area, but as we have found under the directions and information of the keys, when we apply music to archaeology, it has opened the back door to history, and specifically in the Old Testament in Egypt, where we have been able to use music and acoustics to engineer, as it were, a mapping of underground sanctuaries, tombs, and areas that would act, operate as oscillators as we began to use ground-penetrating radar with certain sound structures. Right. We feel that uh, such things like the Great Pyramid and even the temples of Mexico, some of the Mayan temples, which we've also uh, been in, in investigated, are, when you look at the perfection of these geometries, you're also getting a perfection of sound. And the sound frequencies are actually taking you into other levels of consciousness. Some of the recordings we were able to do at the uh, Great Pyramid itself takes a, a certain frequency, and it actually will resonate it all the way down to the alpha waves, which is the waves for meditation, the alpha and the, and the theta waves. So it's a really interesting thing that, that we were discovering based on the Keys of Enoch saying how important the Great Pyramid is for all of our uh, ancestry. So what we're seeing here, and this is the bottom line, is that there's a musical d design or musical harmonic that we see even in the way of architecture and archaeology that gives us insight as to the whole conceptual plan of why these pyramids and temples were placed at certain points around the planet to energize energies from the earth, energies from the structure itself, and energies from the participants, forming, as it were, a conceptual tuning fork or a musical, mathematical, architectural experience. Altogether. And that's why when we see the films that you've created, which are incredibly beautiful films, or we listen to the music that has been created, because we as human beings are really vibration and color and light and sound, our bodies, when we read bits of the Keys of Enoch and incorporate these other sensory pieces, we're more readily able to take that information in on a much deeper level than what sometimes perhaps the intellectual mind even realizes. Exactly. And so, in a sense, the keys or reading the keys really has to be more experiential. 
and it's not just information for the sake of information. And when people are able to do that, then they're able to start experiencing other realities as well. My husband would love to have a CD of music with every key because, in a sense, you know, it's that vibrational flow that we all need to experience as we read and as we study. And it's really having communion or uh, a type of sharing with our own higher selves or with the angelic guides or whoever you're working with in terms of your own personal reality. In some cases, it's with the divine mind. And with all of these materials being so frequency-based and vibrationally helping to lift us, if if you both look at humanity right now, I mean, literally, if we had to have a report card for where we are with how we have treated Mother Earth and some of the the things that have occurred on the planet uh, and the destruction of our even ourselves, you know, kind of what grade do we get and what is the work that is required to help us lift that grade? Well, we were participants at the high-level summit on climate change in 2007 at the United Nations, and the Intergovernmental Report on Climate Change said we have a very short period of time, really, to control our greenhouse gas emissions, et cetera, et cetera. We have a very low mark. I would say on a level of 1 to 10, we're probably at a 3 right now. We are on a level that begs major solutions in so many areas. And if I may move on with music as a key, uh, when we apply music to agriculture and environmental science, we find that there are certain communication tools that open up. We've been using a whole new methodology for growing crops called agrisonics, which is the use of certain sonic patterns or sound patterns that vibrate the, uh, the crystalline nature inside the stem of plants it quickens the whole process of plant growth. And we have found that on small farms we can grow plants uh, 30% faster with a greater yield of food. These breakthroughs in music keys or codes with understanding of new soil and agricultural conditions can be a lifesaver for small island communities in the Pacific that may have very little food possibilities in case of a major disaster. So there's a whole rhythm here of Mother Nature opening up and singing to us that connects music with all of the major disciplines. And these are the areas where we've been working with the experts in the field throughout the world. Right. It reminds me of the movie Avatar, of how sensitive and in tune those other people were uh, with the planet. And we've kind of lost that in the sense as agrisonic shows. When we grow large fields of crops and we get rid of all the birds and we get rid of all the insects, actually we're only relying on certain nourishments of the soil and the chemicals to really grow. What agrisonics has shown us is it's the sounds of plants, it's the sounds of animals, it's the sounds of the crickets and the insects that actually are part of the stimulation of the actual growth of the plant. So it's getting back into harmony with nature. And the book of Genesis even tells us that we were to be the caretakers on planet Earth, and obviously we have not done a great job of that. But, you know, there's still we're in that learning stage still. We can make breakthroughs. We can make changes. And as Emoto has shown us with water, we can use the positive thought forms and the greater sound frequencies and even music. Emoto has tried music with water, and he sees how certain music really just makes this uh, vibration totally change the water crystal. Well, and I'm glad you brought up the movie Avatar. It's a beautiful film, and, and for the listeners that have not gone out and see that, 
uh, do go out and see it because it does give you a sense of who we really are. I know sitting in that film with my eight-year-old son, he turned to me and he said, Mommy, you know what? People don't realize that's who we really are. And so we have to remember that we do have this power. What I like about what you said, Dr. Hertak, was although we have this grade perhaps of three on a scale of one to ten, there was a very strong message of hope in what you were talking about in relation to just simply the music and the agriculture. Because if we open our minds and really allow ourselves to take in this knowledge that is coming forward, we are able to truly change, not just change, but enhance our life and, and possibly move well beyond the grade that we are are allowing ourselves to have at this time. I am with Dr. J.J. Hertog and Dr. Desiree Hertog. They have won eight gold medal awards from international film festivals for their graphic films and animation on consciousness exploration. Some of these are entitled Merkaba, Initiation, and The Light Body, and you can find out more about those on any of their websites, futurescience.org, keysofenoch.org. They are the author of the bestseller, The Book of Knowledge, The Keys of Enoch, and Dr. Desiree Hertog, The Pistis Sophia and the Gospel of Mary. You can also connect to more of this information via study groups and through a course study of the Holy Sephirah. So just connect to their website. We'll be right back with more of this intriguing discussion with Dr. J.J. and Desiree Hertog. Be Extraordinary. Seventh Wave Network. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Are you looking for Life's Balance? Look no further than 7th Wave Network. We're bringing you Life's Balance with Shaman M. Let Melody McBride take you on a unique listening experience. You'll explore the world of alternative health. Learn about the many facets of healing. Preventative lifestyles from children to seniors will be discussed on the show. Listen for Life's Balance with Shaman M. Broadcast live every Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on 7th Wave Network. It's the healthy side of life. Let peace and balance be yours. The results indicate your child has neuroblastoma. There's evidence of metastasis. We need to schedule a bone we'll need to perform a surgical After you hear your child has cancer, chances are you don't hear anything else. CureSearch.org connects you to the most comprehensive research and advice on childhood cancer and to other families who know exactly what you're going through. CureSearch.org. You're not as alone as you feel. Brought to you by CureSearch and the Ad Council. 
Listening on a higher dimension. Seventh Wave Network. listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. The Book of Knowledge, The Keys of Enoch, is a teaching given on seven levels to be read and visualized in preparation for the Brotherhood of Light, to be delivered for the quickening of the people of light. This is written by Dr. J.J. Hurtak, and it is brought forward through the Academy for Future Science. You can connect to them at keysofenoch.org or futurescience.org. I'd like to go into a little further part of this. A lot of people talk about ascension, about what we as humanity are supposed to to be moving towards energetically, physically, all of these things. Are there positive physical benefits taking place with what's going on on the planet? And how is this all part of our ascension process? Well, we see in the tragedy of Haiti uh, the, the best part of humanity pouring forth aid, assistance, prayers, all sorts of nourishment because what has been happening with planetary change and the structure of what is on the ocean floor and uh, with weather changes also is a wake-up call for how the humanity on Mother Earth must harness uh, a, a new way of thinking about reality. And to that end, uh, the keys describe uh, in, in great detail the process of finding through self-realization that there is a higher higher state of consciousness that we're connected with. So scientists have told us that our consciousness is not physical in the sense of the classical physics, since it is only working with the observable on the quantum level, but we realize that there's so much more happening with breakthroughs in science, and we've uh, had the opportunity to lecture at many universities showing even what is happening with some of the games, showing the power of the mind. This is work that was pioneered by Dr. Robert Yon at Princeton University, uh, where powers of the mind can be used to literally accelerate and raise up in a circular tube a little um, plastic golf ball. So we're, we're seeing breakthroughs in, in uh, schools of psychology and physics, uh, a recognition that there is a whole new dimension that we as a planetary humanity are moving into through the power of the mind. Right, and so there's really this huge consciousness field we think we're a part of. And that's where it's so important of what kind of energy you put into that field. Most people daily, as everyone's been talking about, puts in usually negativity, bad thoughts, oh, I can't do it, oh, the planet is going to hell in a handbasket, oh, 2012 is going to happen, all these different things that they're putting into the consciousness. And in actuality, we really should be putting in higher love and greater compassion. So if it takes something occasionally like Haiti to show that greater side of humanity, it's very, very sad that we have to go through that. But we really are people of love and compassion. We really are people who can help one another on a daily basis. And so this is part of the energy we need to put into that greater collective consciousness field to really make a difference. I'd like to read from the key 313, uh, verse 15 for the audience. Thus, the direct relationship between the size of the universe 
the diameter of the proton and man's or our range of vision is part of a larger mass energy space time transfiguration which involves changes in our basic concepts of the known universe and so as we begin to explore uh, science in the area of the smallest particle as we look at science through the telescopes and through the Hubble to see the basic billion blocks of creation in the greater universe, we realize that we are a dynamic process of a greater consciousness blueprint, and that is what is connected with the discovery of the over-self. Well, and I'd like to just reiterate what was just said, because what I heard, and I just want to repeat it just to make sure that I heard it correctly and also to really drive it home to the listeners as to how powerful we are in terms of what we think. Does this mean that our collective consciousness that that we each are holding and combine is part of what is creating some of the disasters that occur on the planet? Our our hold on negativity, our belief in our unworthiness, our our belief in everything that is not of the divine source is helping to create that, and we are that linked to Mother Earth. Well, I think we are linked in many ways to Mother Earth, and of course the planet itself is going through its own birthing, so it has its own experiences. I wouldn't say everything going on on the planet is linked with us, but what we do feel we can do is we can get control of it, in a sense, spiritually, and we can start mitigating these problems. So we're playing a role of just being little lambs for the slaughter, so to speak, or passive uh, reactionists. And we need to start sending out energy on a daily basis to mitigate things that are happening to Mother Earth, to try to help both physically, like, you know, improving the planetary uh, environment and things like that, as well as spiritually sending out areas of love and help on a consciousness level to make a change. So every one person can make a difference, especially if we all choose to make that difference. Exactly. And that's why even remote healing, in a sense, helps so much. And we, they've done a lot of tests and results on this. We've done prayers for areas that have been in turmoil in terms of violence, and we've seen changes. I, we truly believe that the consciousness field can influence the physical field. But, and we've seen it in many other ways, such as the remote viewing done at Stanford Research Institute and, and many other activities. But we, for the most part, have to play a major role, which we have not done. Scientists have given us really a, a short course in who we are in terms of the, the mechanics. That they say that we're simply a collection of uh, some 100 trillion cells and uh, configurations of 10 to the 27th zeros of proton-electron pairs. But we have found, through remarkable experiences of discovery and human uh, involvement, that we are part of a higher plan of organization that does exist and does express itself through hierarchical levels of intelligence that we're beginning to find out more about. And so, in some ways, to talk to the radio audience doesn't, do justice to the idea of over-self unless we can sit before a beautiful picture and see the multicolor emanations that just as we have a physical, anatomical self of all of these trillions of particles, there's a higher self on top of the physical self, a higher matrix, if you will, of a being that has beautiful colors that can be tapped into. And through this process of biocoupling of the higher self or the over-self, the higher consciousness with the human consciousness, we can radiate tremendous energy through our pores, through all of the physical realities that we engage with 
and do much more than this body, which unfortunately for many people sits passively and just watches the events. And so we're saying that there are dynamics in the universe, cosmic oscillations, that may be the triggering for many of these disasters. But we must realize we are the crucial balance in the way we use the psychic, the paranormal, the paraphysical, even the physical sciences. If we can use this optimistically and positively, in many instances we can make changes that will count for the survival and the advancement of the human species. And as you speak of the over-self body and the uniting of that body with the, the other bodies that we have, is that what is termed as our light body, that combination of all of them? The fusion of the two activates what we call the light body. The light body goes by many different names in the ancient Tibetan was for the brothers or the teachers of light. Uh, uh, there were various t- sacred terms that were used, but rather than get involved in certain sacred terms, it's the process of realizing the divine is a verb, it's an action that we take upon ourselves when we suddenly realize we are here, but we're also part of the universe instantly now. There's no past or future. It's in the now and in the present we reclaim the divine birthright and use it to its fullest intensity. And we actually feel that our real essence, the origination of who we all are, is that higher light body, and we've kind of concretized ourselves in the physical form and in that sense cut ourselves off. And we need to find that reconnection, that relinkage to our true higher selves where we can start playing a more major role not only on the physical levels but on the consciousness levels. And can all of humanity reach their light body or are we at different places on the path for a specific purpose? Well, the ancient sutra text in Sanskrit and Chinese and the ancient scriptures in Hebrew, Aramaic, and also the Greek philosophers tell us that this is a schoolhouse. It, it takes many rounds of existence. It's a long climb. Other philosophies have taught that these things can be instantaneized if we have the right opportunities of devotion, humility, and service to the community of humanity. And I'm speaking about this in the sense of having had the opportunity to see beings of light, uh, teachers or emissaries from other worlds of intelligence that are here to help us in this process that is being up because we're no longer working with the, with the same scientific paradigms or educational paradigms that will give us uh, 400 years or 4,000 years to catch up with things we need to know as we embark upon what we feel is the most important part of human history, the realization that we will make contact with independent civilizations of cosmic and, and divine intelligence, and they will help us in this rebirthing process of but, ascension. But just to reemphasize what you had said, yes, any for some it could take many generations and, uh, of manifestation, so to speak, and for others, and for any single one of those people who think that it could take many generations, if they would just wake up, if they would just tune in to their higher selves, if they would just accept the fact that they are part of a cosmic uh, greater energy and try to help all of humanity try to help the universal mind, try to help the consciousness, they can do it instantaneously. So, so the keys are based on future science, which is to say that we believe at each level of complexity, new qualities of life emerge as one evolves. There are new laws emerging, and we are no longer constrained by the old laws of science that tell us that we have to engage only physics without music, without uh, sacred geometry, without paraphysical understanding a whole new design on so many levels is now engaging us. And this is why, again, if we connect the dots from the molecular, the biological, all the way up to the 
super levels of consciousness, we will realize how humanity is being given these tremendous lessons of rapid change, which we believe will lead ultimately through a great breakthrough just around the corner. And in allowing us these great breakthroughs in these many areas scientifically, does this also mean that spiritually we can move beyond certain concepts such as karma and and allow ourselves to realize that we can just literally step into that light body well, or do the work and access those things, or does karma still exist in no, the process? No, the keys tell us that we can take karmic release. We can petition the divine host or hierarchies the realms of master intelligence for karmic release. We do not have to be stuck in the old biophysical body, the old scripting pattern that we've inherited that make us narrow or parochial in our religious and philosophical assumptions. We must realize there's only one race on the planet called the human race. We are all vibratory parts of that body, and we are all given a wake-up call now to become transducers, to become musical instruments and vibratory instruments of change, grace, and opportunity. And I am speaking with Dr. J.J. Hertog and Dr. Desiree Hertog. You can connect to more of this valuable information at either of their websites, futurescience.org, keysofenoch.org, or affs.org. I hope you will connect to their information and particularly access many of their books, their teachings, any of their music or videos if you're someone that wants to access things on that level. In addition, pick up copies of 1111 Magazine, the January-February and the March-April issue, and you can read an interview that is wonderful about that. Go to our website, 1111mag.com for that. We'll be right back with both Dr. J.J. and Dr. Desiree Hertog. Awakened Media for a Transforming World. Seventh Wave Network. Just what is Skills USA? Skills USA specifically prepares you for the workforce. Skills USA empowers students to connect with a network of people. Skills USA allows students to connect with business and industry, to manage their education, and to really get a feel of the real world. Find out more on the web at skillsusa.org. Experience higher love, an archangelic journey into ascended joy and authentic living. Your hosts, Sri Ram Ka and Kira Ra, will assist you to open your heart, expand your love, and be ever-present with true joy. Your journey with Sri and Kira begins right here on the 7th Wave Network with Higher Love, Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. 
as you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Listening on a higher dimension. Seventh Wave Network. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. It has been a thrill to have Dr. J.J. Hurtock and Dr. Desiree Hurtock on the 1111 Talk Radio show today. It has gone into so many areas, and as I said, in one hour there's no way to go to the depth of knowledge that these two individuals hold. I'd like to also let you know about a new book that they have just released called The 72 Living Divine Names of the Most High. And I'd love to discuss a little bit of that just so that our audience can have a bit of an understanding of what this new release is and how it can also support them and broaden the mind. Would you tell us a little bit about it? Right. Well, part of our work and our suggestions for others in their meditations, and, of course, meditation is part of our main suggestion for people of your listening audience, but is to use some of the divine names and the divine words from every language that you're used to, if you're um, from the East or from the West. Uh, some of these ancient languages we feel hold the key to certain vibrations. And uh, this particular book looks at all the languages from the Bible, from the Hebrew, the Aramaic, as well as the Greek, in the names of God that are in the Bible. So you can use these as part of your meditation. But what's more exciting about it is many people think the word for God, for example, is just God or Jehovah or something like that. And in actuality, it shows you the many names and the many aspects of the divine. So you start expanding your understanding of the higher cosmology and realizing that there is uh, there is a reason why it says the God of God of gods, because there's many levels of divine intelligence that we're interfacing with shortly. And each name has a very sacred picture we call a cosmogram that shows how we visualize through color and through certain symbols multidimensionally. And so the name goes with the opportunity to open up the mind's eye, the inner consciousness visions of how the name is used, not only for human association, but also for transhuman associations. And we find that this book is very, very effective as we have worked with peoples throughout the world, uh, indigenous, uh, aboriginal peoples, peoples from the east and west, on the basis of a common language, which I define in the keys of Enoch as a meta-language, M-E-T-A, which is a language of languages, using the sacred sounds that one finds embedded in all the basic languages that have come down through history. And, of course, we know there's more than 2,700 languages that are currently spoken, but the emphasis here is the inner thought, the inner process through which we realize we are multidimensional beings. We are here, but we are also 
capable of using our mind and talent throughout the physical universe. In that respect, we open ourselves up to a new partnership with the divine, and the divine-human partnership is part of the light body, the essence, that we are a vibratory process working on not only the basic dimensions, but also on the fifth and sixth dimension of consciousness. Well, and the general individual is is really, we're all very naive in terms to our expanse, but I don't know that we can really even fathom the divine. And so to have this access to the different names and the different aspects of God would really allow a, a broader perspective because we are exposed to such a small perspective, even though we think it's large when we're growing up in it. Now, does this go broader into the universe? I know that in our interview for 1111 Magazine, you use some terminology. Technology, uh, such as uh, interterrestrial, was it interterrestrials? Right, as well as the extraterrestrials and ultraterrestrials. So there's a much larger group of life forms or association of life forms that we believe we are going to be acquainted with in the next 10 or 20 years. And this is what governments throughout the world are now privately telling us and publicly telling us through their disclosure projects. We spoke in New Zealand a few months ago in Cosmic Intelligence, and somehow the word got to the right sources, and just a few days ago, the government of New Zealand has just released its documents that there are these other life forms that have been seen over the southernmost part of New Zealand. This is consistent with what the French government has done, the Brazilian, the Mexican, and even the British government a couple years ago. So we see a pattern of events here where humanity is beginning to turn on the lights. Governments are being made aware that the information coming from the high frontier of science in the universe is telling us that we're not the only evolution around. And consciousness connects the different levels of evolution, just as the light body connects the different chakra levels of intelligence or organizing excuse me, organisms within our physical body. And this is why we wrote uh, commentaries on some of the ancient uh, Egyptian Coptic books. These are early Egyptian Christians, such as Pisosophia and Gospel of Mary, because they were talking about the fact that we exist as an intelligence, but around us are many forms of intelligent life, probably what we would call nowadays the reptilians or the greys, or all these other forms. And then, in addition to that, you go up into other eons, and you find you have not only interterrestrial intelligences, but you have ultra-terrestrial intelligences, which have quite a lot of power and wisdom. Sometimes they use it for positive things, and some of them are not so positive. So well, and I, I want to, I do want to make sure that people don't go into a fear place. Our ego mind, and many times our personality, will send us straight to that fear place of being frightened. And a lot, would you say the majority of beings that are out there are going to be beings that are loving and kind and to our benefit? Is this something that we're still exploring? Where is all of this? I mean, I have a, a belief system that everything out there is love and they're all of light. So what is your opinion on that? Well, certainly when you get into the higher worlds, yes, there is all light. Now, when you get into the local worlds, there are those that are trying to help. Some of them maybe don't have the consciousness or the wisdom to do it. And others are just experimenting like we are. And all of us, in a sense, on this planet are all good and all full of love and compassion. We don't utilize it. We don't know how to make it work. And this is true for these other levels of intelligence as well. So the absence of divine action creates vacuums, can create situations that can be entropic or can lead to rapid decay or disassociation of the most important essentials of life. And certainly the gifts of the spirit then suffers because we don't use this 
as a learning experience to see how we can take situations and turn them around to the higher vibrations of cosmic intelligence. And ultimately, we're, uh, Dr. Tech says, we're all doomed to perfection. And that doesn't just mean us. It means even the local levels of intelligence around us. But there's a lot of growth that we all are in the midst of doing. And sometimes in that growth process, we hurt one another. So the universe is biofriendly. And ultimately, our process of going from schoolhouse Mother Earth into the greater university of the universe is to learn these tools in problematic situations, learn to use the tools successfully, and raise consciousness through the whole gift of the music of the spheres, which the Greeks speak of, that we have now seen in ways of using mantric-like sounds to energize each of the chakra levels in harmony and in splendor. And so this is really the great work of our new book, The 72 Divine Names, which is, again, going to open up the biological, the genetic patterns to higher vibratory experiences. Well, and that is why it is all that more important for each of us to individually step more into conscious choice and conscious living to allow ourselves to utilize the the various books, music, video, film, teachers, philosophers, philosophies, and scientific information that is being developed and, and being released onto the planet because we have to be conscious of our own beingness and raising that vibration intellectually, heart-centeredly, and vibrationally. And what I would like to say is we not only believe in, in ascension and resurrection, but we believe in new creation. That is to say what the ancients have hoped for is now coming into the reality of what this generation has in the age of miracles, that we realize that we are part of the dynamism of the divine mind working through us to transform the universe, the physical universe, is part of the schoolhouse opening up its windows and doors to us. And a profound contact is now being made with the higher worlds that is so sacred that it includes a multitude of other intelligences. But we have to pick and choose just like we choose our, our dentist and our doctors to work in the process of a great change, quantum change, that will be for the benefit of the many, not for the few. Right, and so that's why our steps that we suggest to people is to start with meditation, where you are able to start learning how to tap into that divine mind, that universal mind. And then also listen and sing with sacred music, because it helps to bring your consciousness in tune with that higher vibration. And three, use positive thoughts because positive thought allows us to also work with the lords of light, the higher levels of intelligence, who are helping us, who are there to try to help us. If we're too negative when we live in what we call the bottom below consciousness, we're not able to make that reconnection. And thank realize you. I'm, thank you so much, both uh, Dr. J.J. Hurtak and Dr. Desiree Hurtak, for being on 1111 Talk Radio. There's so much information that I'd just love to pull from your minds and hearts and share with our listeners but it is time for us to go. So Keep please connect with them. To the stars. Please God connect with us. them at futurescience.org and also connect with them at keysofenoch.org and you can find out more about their products, their services, their information, and their different links to other things that can support you. Thank you again, both of you, for being on 1111 Talk Radio. Thank you. Thank you for stepping into the doorway of Conscious Choice. 
with 1111 Talk Radio. Please join host Simran Singh again next Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for another enlightening edition here on the 7th Wave Network. Remember, shift happens. We'll be right back. 